0: Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Songs for Lions, an adaptation of an Aesop's fable written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Ellie, Paul, and Andrea and their family from Albuquerque, New Mexico, Vihari, Pavani, and Ravi and their family in Charlotte, Elliot and Noah and their family in San Diego, Milo and Nola and their family in San Francisco, and Noah and his family in Chicago. Thank you so much, Noah, Nola, Milo, Noah, Elliot, Ravi, Pavani, Vihari, Andrea, Paul, and Ellie. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast and get every episode ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash stories and join for just $1 a month. If you'd like access to all of our ebooks or to receive a thank you in a future episode, that's also available at patreon.com/stories. Now, here's a word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Stories Podcast is brought to you by Bombas Socks. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. I wear them every day and they're my new favorite socks ever. I tell people all the time and I'm pretty sure all my friends and family members are sick of hearing it. But too bad! Because here's the thing, they've literally rethought every little detail of the socks we wear to make them way more comfortable. They're cushy and colorful and not too loose but not too tight and basically they're perfect. But these socks do way more than keep your feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. For every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000-plus giving partners. Amazing! Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash podcast. That's bomba dot com podcast for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash podcast. Yay, Bombas! Thanks! Enjoy the episode! Songs for Lions Once upon a time, on a wild stretch of road, a pair of travelers walked together. Lydia was a soldier. She wore boiled leather and a stern expression. Bits of chain and metal armor jingled as she walked, and on her back was a broad-bladed sword, sharp enough to shave with. Galen was a musician. He had no armor or weapons to speak of, but he carried a shiny brass tambourine that he played like a bell when he sang. A road goes ever on, and the road will never end, but the road will oft feel shorter if the road is shared with a friend. Oh, a road goes ever on, and the road will never end. But the road will oft feel shorter, if the road is shared with a friend. If you share it with a friend. He finished with a flourish, his tambourine's music shimmering brightly in the cool evening air. A fine song, said Lydia. She had a serious face and a serious voice, and Galen had noticed that even when she tapped her toe to the music, she did it seriously. (laughs) Well, said Galen, laughing, that's high praise coming from you. The pair had fallen in with each other that morning, since they were both heading in the same direction. Lydia gave Galen a sense of security, with her burly arms and broad sword. Galen did his best to keep her entertained as they went. I still would rather you were a soldier than a singer, she said. A tambourine is fine, but if we'd get into trouble on the road, you'll wish it were a sword. Oh, spoken like a warrior, every problem makes them wish for a sword, said Galen. A little music can be a way more versatile tool. Lydia snorted. You've been pleasant enough company, but come on now. The only thing that you can kill is time. Galen laughed. He was used to soldiers, and their sour moods never managed to get the best of him. Killing is another solution soldiers are obsessed with. Time, ugh, I'm just glad there's one foe at least I can slay for you, he said, and sang another song as they walked. Darkness began to fall, and the pair started looking together for a place to pitch their camp. They soon found a shallow cave in the hills, set back from the road. It was small, but the ceiling was high enough to stand, and the floor was sandy and soft. What luck, said Galen, throwing down his pack and sprawling out on top of it. As cozy a room as you could hope for on the road. Oh yes, a good place to sleep. Agreed Lydia. The pair built a small fire outside so they could cook dinner without smoking themselves out of the cave. As they were eating, they heard a roar in the distant dark of the forest. What do you think that was? the soldier asked, her hand unconsciously moving towards her sword. A lion? Unless I miss my guess, Galen replied, his voice as cheery as ever. You ever fought a lion, singer? No, but I know a lovely tune about two cubs and a zebra, he said, shaking out his tambourine. Would you like to hear it? Maybe tomorrow, Lydia said, stretching with a yawn. I think it's time for bed. Galen agreed and doused the fire with sand, burying the smoke and embers. They made their way back into the cave and set up their bedrolls. Lydia relaxed by sharpening her sword. The whetstone rasped down the blade in metallic echoes, filling the cave. Galen laid back his head and whistled along to the rough rhythm until he fell asleep. His dreams were full of music and lion roars echoing through the hills of the forest. It was strange, though. Usually echoes got quieter as they went. These were coming louder and louder. Big cats were calling viciously through the night. Galen! Singer! He felt a kick in his shoulder. Up, man! Get up! He rolled to his feet quickly, used to the dangers of the road. What? What? he stammered. What's happening? The air was split with a lion's roar, so loud in the little cave it made Galen wince. He turned and saw the beast was standing in the doorway, his great mane nearly filling the narrow entry to the cave. One of your lions, said Lydia, her great sword drawn. Get behind me, quick now! She moved to put herself between Galen and the lion, though the cave was barely big enough for it to matter. Snarling, the lion prowled towards them. Back, Lydia cried, her blade a flash of silver lightning. Back, beast! She slashed at the lion and came near enough to sever a few of his whiskers. He roared in response but backed away. That's right. Go or you'll taste my blade. She swung again and the lion backed further away. Finally, it turned and bounded away into the night. And stay gone. She stood there, blade in hand, for a long minute, catching her breath. Thank you, said Galen. You saved me. Your courage means a lot to me. Of course, you've been a good traveling companion, said Lydia, still not daring to put away her blade. Now maybe you'll consider trading in that tambourine for a sword. She turned and gave Galen a slight twitch of her lip. It wasn't much, but it was as good as a smile for the serious soldier. Not a chance, he said. My music is all I need. Your music and a friend with a sword to do the killing." Lydia snorted. Oh, you didn't kill the beast, and I'm glad for it. It's not their fault we walked by at dinner time. You'd rather we get eaten and they live? No, I'd rather we all live, Galen said cheerily. But there you go again, thinking every problem needs a sword. Some fights are best fought without weapons. Sounds like something a poet would say. Well, I am a poet, first and foremost, for what is a song but a poem put to music. Lydia rolled her eyes. How about we get you a dagger? Sort of a small sword, just to get you used to it. They talked and teased each other for a while longer, both wide awake even though it was the middle of the night. The lions had their blood pumping and adrenaline coursing, and sleep was the furthest thing from their minds. The hours passed slow as the shadows that crept across the cave floor, and their talk grew less and less until they were sitting half-asleep in silence, waiting for the dawn. Wait, said Galen, sitting up suddenly. Did you hear that? I heard nothing, (sighs) said Lydia, yawning. Maybe just your mind playing tricks on you. Ugh, I've a musician's ear, friend. I don't make mistakes. It's the lion. He cocked his head and frowned. All at once, his face went pale as stale milk. Scratch that. It's lions, plural. Get back, said Lydia, holding her sword in both hands before her. Maybe I can hold them at the door where it's narrow. She strode forward bravely to put herself in the doorway but she was too late. The lion burst through in a ball of roaring fur and fangs. Lydia was bowled backwards and tumbled with the beast before fighting free and rolling back to her feet. Back! Oh! She swung at the lion with her sword and drove it back. Then from the doorway, another cave-shaking roar. Lydia! Galen shouted. Behind you! The soldier spun in time to catch a claw on the flat of her blade and twisted away. She turned back and forth between the two beasts, her sword lashing one way and then the other. Galen, do something, she shouted. I can't hold them back for long. The musician looked at one lion and then the other, took a deep breath, and then turned and dove into his bedroll. Some help you are, Lydia spat catching a bite on the guard of her sword and shoving it back. Then, from the doorway, another roar. Lydia turned as the third lion prowled in. This one was female, sleek and fast, and she had a hungry look about her whiskers. Great, just great. The lions closed from three sides now, roaring and growling. Lydia spun and slashed wildly, trying to keep them back but her arms were getting tired, her sword strokes slower. The lions pressed in. The female swiped at her and sent her sword skidding across the cave floor. Oh no, oh no, 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 she said, ducking under a bite and falling to the floor. The lions leaned in, lips peeled back, giant yellow teeth sinking down. Hey, big kitties, Galen shouted suddenly. The cats paused about to bite, and turned. Here's a song for ya! The musician emerged from his bedroll with his tambourine. He raised it high and then slammed it down with a crash. Then again, up, down, crash. Outta our cave. With each word, he beat the tambourine against the floor in a staccato jang, jang, jangle. The clashing brass cymbals filled the little cave and echoed back against themselves and rang, rang, rang out in bright tones until the cave was alive with crashing waves of music. The lions shook their heads and yowled, backing away. They can't stand the noise, he shouted at Lydia. Make some music! Jang, jang, jangle, went the tambourine. The lions cringed, away from Galen and even closer to Lydia. Come on, make some noise, Lydia! Lydia grabbed her lost sword and hammered the handle against the stone. It boomed and echoed and the cave was louder than ever. Bang, 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 went the sword. Jang, jang, jangle, went the tambourine. Roll, 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 went the lions, and they turned their tails and ran out the cave entrance. The music kept coming, and the lions ran, ran, ran deeper into the forest, and they never bothered people ever again. Back at the cave, the echoes took their time fading away. When the last sword, Babang, and Tambourine Jajangle had disappeared, the two travelers had finally caught their breath. Okay, so still think every problem needs to be solved with a fight? asked Galen, brass chimes shimmering. Well, I'm not giving up my sword, said Lydia, but maybe I'll stand a little music in my life. It's a long walk to town. Think you could give me some lessons? Yeah, sure, Galen said, and started laughing. And Lydia laughed too. And together, their laughter shook the cave as loud as any music. The End Today's story, Songs for Lions, was an adaptation of an Aesop's fable written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, get ad-free episodes and more at patreon.com stories, check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com shop, or simply tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening!